Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast where it is all about the drivers. Eric Wesley here with you, along with the usual crew of Frank Carroll and Mike Kwiatkowski. Frank and Mike, how was the holiday? The uh, holiday was great. Always great to, to recognize our, our veterans. And so, uh, yeah, we're really happy about that. And we got to go out and uh, spend some time with family as well. So it was a special time. Very good. Mike? Yep. Yeah, kind of same thing. It was a quick holiday. I actually forgot it was Memorial Day until like Thursday, Friday before. <laughs> I had totally <laughs> lost track of what day it was, and it seemed like it came early this year. But, uh, yeah, all in all, it was great. And to Frank's point, you know, we just can't say enough of the veterans and the price that they've paid over the years to keep our country, you know, safe and free. And it's kind of cool because we're honored to have one here today on the podcast. Absolutely. We do. We do. Frank, uh, who do we have here with us today? I believe this is one that you invited to the podcast to to talk with us today. I did. I, I was, I'm super glad he is able to make time to be on. We have Roger Harris, a, a, a two-year driver with us out of Phoenix, and uh, he kind of got acquainted with Roger uh, during the driver focus group session. Uh, he was one at the time. He was a new driver. Uh, we wanted to kind of bring some drivers in and get their feedback on how things were going. What can we do better? How can we improve? And he was one of that really stood out and gave us some really good feedback. And so I was really glad to be able to reconnect with him and then uh, bring him in for. I think you'll really enjoy his insights. Well, Roger, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, sir. Tell us a little bit about where you're located at and uh, how long you've been with the company. I was in the military for 24 years in the United States Navy. I've been with Greyhound approximately tomorrow, my two-year anniversary, June 3rd. We'll be two years with the company so far. Wow, great, um, great. I love traveling still, and I love the people in general. And, and my coworkers are a lot of fun, too. But the main thing is I, I enjoy the people and also traveling still. We do want to thank you for your service. 24 years, you said, in the Navy? Yes, sir. That's okay. awesome. Good. Where were you stationed yeah. out of? Well, which one? Uh, Norfolk, Bremerton, Washington, uh, Coronado, San Diego, or Hawaii, or Japan? <laughs> Take my pick, huh? You, you <laughs> seem like you've been all around the world. <laughs> yes, sir. Awesome. I've been on four Westpacs, two Southpacs, and two Mediterranean trips. Okay. Awesome. Any favorites out of those? Oh, Australia. Really? Australia, really? Wow. How, long, how long were you in Australia? Oh, well, we got to do a dry dock there. We were stuck there for a month while our solar dome was damaged by a well. So we got to stay there for a whole month while it was getting repaired up in Brisbane. Mm. That was so much fun. Uh, did you did you learn to throw a boomerang? No. I learned about how qual bears <laughs> to bite the hell out of you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I hear they got a class. That's one of the more uh, uh, top classes at Texas Tech. They they teach you how to throw a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's just trying hear. to get me and Mike going, uh, Roger, to just ignore that because you may see on the screen some burnt orange something in the background and mike and i both went to texas tech so he's just trying to get us going today <laughs> we i want to hear, hear the koala bear story though i want to hear this koala cuddly little koala bear that bit roger somehow well they are mean Do you, we were told not to approach them they look harmless 
And next thing you know, they'll come right after you. <laughs> oh, well. oh, wow. Stay away from ko- koala bears. So Frank, Mike, if you ever make it over to Australia, stay away from the koala bears. That is a good tip. I'll make sure to do that. <laughs> if I go to Australia, I'm going to two, I'm going to go see shrimp on the Barbie. I'm going to have some shrimp right. on the Barbie and go see the Olivia Newton fan, uh, John fan club museum. Okay. There you go. Okay. There you go. Well, Roger, uh, another congratulations to you. I believe you said two years, two year anniversary is, is tomorrow. Is that correct? Yes, sir. June 3rd. Well, congratulations right. to you. Thank you. How have those first two years been for you? Well, I really enjoyed it. There's always a little bump. Sometimes you get your knuckleheads on the bus, but that's when you have to learn and adapt and overcome. But overall, there's some really nice people on the buses. Absolutely. There. Yeah, I, I think you'll find that our passengers are, are kind of a, a microcosm of life. I mean, you're going to have some 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 with the really rough edges, but most of all, most of the time, you're just going to have people that just want to get on there, get comfortable, and get, and get to their destination safety and security. So they just they don't want any problems, just like no one else does. So you're right. So Roger, you were talking earlier about one of your most, I guess. I guess heartwarming experiences with one of our with some of our passengers. You mind uh, telling us that story? Sure. I was uh, leaving Phoenix and headed to Las Vegas, and I pulled into Bullhead City, and um, it was family who it was a black, I would say I would say middle aged black lady who had three kids, and um, she was been crying. And she she was wearing glasses, but when tears were coming down her, you could tell she was been beat up. And her, uh, she was so fragile at that point, and she was trying to get on the bus, trying to get tickets. She goes, I can't get a ticket. I can't get a ticket. And um, she was beaten up by her husband. And uh-huh. um, so, I, so I pulled to her aside. I said, we're going to get you to Las Vegas where your parents are. And I bought her uh, tickets online real quick, and then we got her to Las Vegas sound, and her parents were waiting. And her dad offered me $100 when I got there. I went in and accepted, but he was – so, I guess, so happy that we went out of our way and beyond to help her and her kids to get to Las Vegas for safety. It just made me feel really good. Yeah, that's, we really appreciate uh, you going that extra mile, the above and beyond. We talk about creating moments of magic all the time here on the podcast, and that's a perfect example. Uh, and like Mike, we, we talked about earlier about uh, how uh, Operator Dana Hurt, you know, went out of his way several times in, in, in several instances in his career to do the exact same thing to help our customers when in times when you really don't have to. So that's something that you do from your heart. So thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, it's always one of the things, you know, we talk about what Greyhound does as a company, but we do help people get new starts on life. <clears throat> a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, I mean, you hear the stories, they get on the bus and they, they're going to a new job, they're getting away from a bad situation. Uh, it gives me a lot of, I guess, I'm, I'm very grateful for the work for a company that's got the opportunity to help people change their lives. I know it's a small thing in the grand scheme of things, but it's something that I guess our drivers really see that a lot. And if you work mm-hmm. in the terminals, if you work out there in the field, you'll see those kind of moments, you know, quite often. And like I said, it makes me feel like I've got a little bit of purpose in my life trying to help some of those people out, even even in a small way. Absolutely. I mean, because it, it, it may seem, 
you know, like you said, in the grand scheme, uh, inc incidental thing, but it means the world to our customers in their particular situation at that particular moment in time. So when we can take advantage of that opportunity and do something special for somebody, that, that ability to pay it forward daily, we have that opportunity is a great is a great reward for all the hard work that we do every day. Roger, you're Frank's first guest, right? So we got we're gonna have to give you a hard time for that because I know Frank's been trying and he he pulled you out. And I'm gonna tell you that I tell you a funny story when I first met Rod. I don't know. Do you remember when I first met you in Phoenix? We were there with Tim Parrish and you. We were there doing some uh, a road show with the with the terminal. Okay. And, and you walked. We were having this little thing, and Tim and I were there, and we were talking about the attendance program. And you were one of the recipients of the uh, of like a gift certificate for the attendance program. If I got this story right. Oh yes, sir. And you know Tim's up there speaking. He's vice president of operations and. You pull out your paper and like, oh, that's who you are. You sent me this gift certificate in the mail about 30 <laughs> days ago. He's like, now I know who you are. And I swear to God, Tim, you see the look on Tim's face. He's like, oh, wow. He didn't even know who I am. And I'm here talking to him. <laughs> but he still tells that story to this day about, how, again, it's how important it is for people from Dallas and the, in the corporate office to kind of get out in the field uh, and, and, and work with the people out in the field. So. I thought I'd tell. I thought I'd share that story about you as well. Oh, I yeah. Heard it. yeah, I don't like booking off. I, I, I can say since I've been with the company, I have not ever, ever called in fatigue. I guess that's where military comes in. I'm, I'm used to. We call it turn two. That's just when we, you just bust and just go right back to work. Right. Well, yeah. and that's a big challenge for Greyhound drivers, right? I mean, especially the new ones. Oh yes, sir. That's one that you have to learn that responsibility get your sleep habits in order how did you how do you figure that out for yourself how do you get your rest and be prepared for the next shift when i know exactly what route i'm going to be on in the afternoon or evening or early mornings i try at least to get myself between six to eight hours of rest guaranteed if i even have to take some melatonin to knock me out i'll do it to make sure i get my hours because i don't want to be driving and risk anyone's life when i'm driving the bus including myself pre-assignments it sounds like you do get some pre-assignments quite often out there in phoenix is that a good thing or a bad thing for new drivers i try to teach the new drivers to go ahead and look what's available on the board and then mm -hmm. see what's uh, what's coming up and um and i i recommend them to call and see hey am i going to be booked on that route or that schedule because of where my position on the board and so I talked to like Ross or Brenda or whoever, Rudy in OSC, who at that time, and they gave me schedules. So I locked myself in. I try to get a jump a little ahead sometimes, try to get my schedule so I could plan ahead. How important is that for you to be able to plan ahead uh, and prepare yourself? Oh, I, it's night and day. I think it's very important. Then you can get your body adjusted. And you know, I have so many hours before I have to go back to work. I think it's a big difference. Well, and speaking of that, um, making a difference, you, uh, who, what drivers, and as you started your career and even today, really help you out and kind of help you get settled into life as a Greyhound driver? I have to shout out to uh, Gabe Mendoza and Felicia in Phoenix. When I was first new, before we had the mentor program, Gabe's always, I blew up his phone during the week with probably stupidest, silliest questions, but he he always had answers for me. He always walked me through when I had problems, and he got me through. It was it was very beneficial. 
how have you evolved as a driver from that time as an as a fresh out of the driver training school driver to where you are today? We get spoiled in school. We don't drive the dinosaurs or or some of the buses. <laughs> the, so we're not trained on them. And so with all those new gadgets on the older buses, it's like, oh my God, how do I start this thing? And uh, your confidence level goes up so much after over a period of time. You can, you think you could drive anything, anywhere, any place. You just huh. get more comfortable, and your confidence level is skyrockets over a period of time. When did you think that you're when you got to that point where you felt like you really had it together? You know, because you're right, it takes time to get there. Was it six months, a year, two years, or is it still happening? I would say after the one year, I felt like I could drive anything. Because, yeah, that first year's got to be the roughest. Oh, yeah, you don't know the routes, all of them yet. And uh, you don't know, and you have to adjust to the people's personalities, like what Frank's saying. We get all types of lives on the Greyhound buses. And so you have to learn to don't take it personally. And mm -hmm. you just have to roll with the flow and just just deal with it. But be always professional with them. Don't take anything personally. You have to let it roll off your back. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, and as you were learning the routes, did you use the GPS or did you just was your route break-in sufficient for you to learn the routes? Uh, the route break-in at that time was sufficient, but the GPS is very beneficial. That's good. Now, are uh, there any pluses and minuses you'd like to tell us about with the route with the GPS? Yeah, sometimes, it does, like if we get stuck with the construction, it doesn't pick that up, and we have to get rerouted. It doesn't. And sometimes at that point, just that's where you get stuck. I got to spend some time with Felicia there in Phoenix, and I understand she's a, she's been your manager for two years. Can you describe, I guess, you know, her approach to managing drivers and what impact she may have had on your career so far? She lays the law down. I mean, she's a perfectionist in my eyes, like, mm -hmm. but she's very personable too. Like every time I come in, she says, "Good morning, Roger." I mean, she just she goes over and beyond. She's very personal. She, how are you doing? She's very professional, but she's also wants to see how you're doing. How's everything going? I like when I walked in the other day, uh, she was with the, one of the new drivers and uh, she took her under her wing to help her out. She, she was helping her how to correct her and show what she was doing wrong on her logs. So she's very helpful regarding a lot of aspects regarding that. And just yeah, that's good. She's helping people. Yeah, that's a great point. I've talked to Felicia all the time, and especially when she has new drivers, she'll call me. And, and not only does she want to make sure they get into the driver app, but we walk through the apps and make sure that she they understand all of the relevant apps uh, and they have access to it so they don't have any problems when they get out there on the road. So she's, she's you're right. She's definitely uh, in it 100% for the drivers to be successful. Oh, she definitely, yeah, hands on, I would say, definitely. So um, I, I got to ask the question, Roger, as I, you know, you've been all over the world. How did you land in Phoenix? Why, why Phoenix? My grandkids are there. Uh, that's a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> got to be around the grandkids. It seems like you're always, you're always uh, more patient, more uh, uh, accommodating to the grandkids than you were with your own, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yes. You learn yeah. and adapt. There you go. Learn and adapt. Well, Roger, you know, I, I tell you what, I, I really appreciate your candor and, and taking the time. Um, this is, you know, you're, you're taking time out of your time off to, to spend a little time with us and, 
and just let us know a little bit more. I'm, I'm really happy to hear you've hit your two-year anniversary, and I hope that two years turns into 10 years or even more. So uh, we really need more drivers like you that are willing to not just be professional and, and operate the coach safely. That's obviously job number one but to all to pour into other drivers and support them and to make sure that they can be their best self when they're out there on the road. Because there's, like you said, when you're first starting, right, there's so much to remember, so much to learn, and it just takes time. And so it, drivers like you help shorten that, that window to help them be successful. So thank you so much. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Again, yeah. Thank you very much for your service, number one. And like I said, you're, you're willing to help and be service to other drivers, you know, being a mentor, you know, especially as a person, obviously you're mature, you're professional. Um, but the fact that you can share that experience with other drivers and kind of help pay it forward. I, I just personally want to thank you for doing that. Cause I think it's great. It's my Absolutely. pleasure. It's my honor, sir. Drivers of those uniforms have put on enough miles. So pull over. It's time to make a call to design collective by Centos to order some new apparel before you head to your next destination. All you have to do is call 1-800-211-0314 or visit shop.mycentos.com for all your apparel needs. That's great. We got, I mean, this is Frank's first guest, first sponsored podcast we've ever had. First time we've had a driver that's under, you know, it hasn't been here at least 50 years. So this is a, this is a day of first. This is actually really good. <laughs> Roger, yeah. thank you once again. We enjoyed you talking with you today. And My Frank friend, and guys, Mike. You guys have a great, blessed day. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You as well, Roger. Well, everybody, guys. that's it for today. We want to thank you all for listening. So be sure to tune in next time as we talk more about what's most, what matters most, I should say, to the drivers. Have a good one.